It's the dictionary. 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 Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of the dictionary. Another. They're every day. Every single friggin' day. This podcast is coming at you on whatever podcast platform you like. Uh, you know, that's that's the important stuff right there. Okay, the first word in this episode is picking up where we left off yesterday in yesterday's episode because the first word here is debauchery. You can say debauchery, debauchery, debauchery. D-E-B-A-U-C-H-E-R-Y. Noun from 1642, 1A, extreme indulgence in sensuality. Extreme indulgence. You you love the sensuality so much. If you are uh, being, uh, being a debauchery, debaucherousness, you got all the debaucherousness. Um, yeah. It's, it's the this is a very personal thing. 1B is plural, so it would be debaucheries. And the synonym, this is similar to what we had yesterday, uh, it is just orgies. So debauch is orgy, and debaucheries is orgies. This is maybe not the place to describe what that is if there are younger people listening. You know, I didn't I didn't give any sort of warning on this. We just jumped right into it on this episode. Uh, but yeah, it's a place where lots of people want to love up on each other at the same time. Number two is archaic. Seduction from virtue or duty, D-U-T-Y. If this is archaic. Okay, so it's seduction from... I mean, I don't think that's very archaic. I've seen more archaic things because this one is still kind of in the same world, um, but um, you know, maybe, maybe it's just not that this word is used in this way as much. Uh, yeah, if you are seduced from virtue or duty, that is the, uh, it's the, there's some debauchery happening. The next word, we got to do a sound effect first. Boop! It is debeak, D-E-B-E-A-K, Transitive verb from 1937. I am very much not a fan of this. It is to remove the tip of the upper mandible of to prevent cannibalism and fighting. And uh, the upper mandible is probably from a chicken. So yeah, it's their jaw. It's their beak. That's the the top part usually, maybe even more. Um, but yeah, they uh, if the if the chickens are fighting. Uh, they fight with their beaks because that's kind of the one of the only things they have to fight with. They can maybe use their claws on their feet, but then they're going to fall over and it would look very silly. So they use their beaks a lot to fight or even eat each other. Is cannibalism happening? Yeah. So this this happens a lot in factory farms um, or other places, but typically that uh, they will just cut off the front of their beak because they know that these... Chickens are going to get killed and turned into meat, and nobody wants the beak anyway, so they don't really care. But you know what? I think the chickens kind of like their beaks. I don't think they want those to go away. D-beak is not going to be the word of the episode, because we don't like it. The next word is debird. 
Now, I would want to say de beard, because that's how it's spelled, like the beard on your face. But it, it says it's uh, pronounced de bird, I think. Transitive verb from 1980. To remove the byssus from. And the byssus is being removed from a muscle. So muscle, these are the things that live in the water, M-U-S-S-E-L. And the byssus, I don't remember what the byssus is. The byssus is, it is spelled B-Y-S-S-U-S. You're removing the, why isn't it called debyssus? It's called debeard, debird. Hmm. Interesting. Boop, 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 boop. The next word is debenture. Debenture. D-E-B-E-N-T-U-R-E. Noun from the 15th century. Number one is British. A corporate security other than an equity security. And the synonym is bond. I don't know nothing about this stuff. Number two. It will probably be equally as confusing to me. A bond backed by the general credit of the issuer rather than a specific lien on particular assets. Again, this is all banky money stuff. I don't know it. Lien, it says a specific lien. That is spelled L-I-E-N. It's like a a thing. It's like a thing that people get on their house or building or something uh, or other things. I feel like it's like you've borrowed money on it or something. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. The etymology says this is from the huh, the Middle English debentur, debentur, which is from the Latin, which maybe it's the same word, doesn't tell me, and that means in Latin, they are due. They are due. Uh, let's see, it's from debere, which means to owe, and there's more at the word debt. So it's all about owing money to a thing, to another thing, debenture. Boop, 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 boop. The next word is debilitate or debilitate. Transitive verb from 1533, to impair the strength of. So there's a thing that's got a f- some level of strength, but if it has if its strength is lessened, it's being impaired in some way, then it's being debilitated. A synonym, we have a couple actually. The first one is enfeeble. So if something is feeble, it's on the weaker side, but if you add the en, enfeeble, that is the act of making it feeble. Enfeeble. Another synonym is weaken. Debilitation. Debilitation, that is a noun. That is the act of making something weaker. Okay, so yes, this is from the Latin debilitare, which means to weaken. It's it's all right there in the word. I mean, it doesn't say this part means weak, but it's debilitare, to weaken. The next word is debility or debility, de-de. Noun from the 15th century. This is definitely related to the last word because the synonyms are weakness and infirmity. Infirmity. 
Something is infirm. It's like it's sick, sick or weak. Um, we already basically know the etymology, but there is more. Um, let's see. It, they've added the Sanskrit word bala, B-A-L-A. Don't know how to say it, but it means strength. So I think that's kind of where the, the Latin came from. It came from bala, and then they put the D in front of it. So it's all about getting rid of the strength. Hmm. The next word, it is debit. D-E-B-I-T, first form, transitive verb from 1682. To enter upon the debit side of an account charge, no, wait, stop, stop, stop. To enter upon the debit side of an account, period. But there's more. Charge with a debit. So that means a debit means that it's the money is going out of the account. There's a debit column and a credit column. And so a debit is money that's in the debit column. It's going away from the account. You're spending money. And then charge with a debit. Yeah, you know, it's the same thing. Next word. It is the second form of debit. How exciting. Noun from 1746. 1A, a record of an indebtedness, but specifically an entry on the left-hand side of an account constituting an addition to an expense or asset account or a reduction from a revenue, net worth, or liability account. Well, to simplify this, I think it just means it's something being taken away from something. So overall, it's a record of an indebtedness, which is being owing something. Uh, but then we, what is it? there's so much information here. An entry on the left-hand side. So the left-hand side is the column where the debits are happening. It's of an account constituting an addition to an expense or asset account or a, re- or a deduction from a revenue. Yeah, you know, you get it. You get it. You're smart. 1B, the sum of the items entered as debits. So all the debits for a certain period of time, you total them up, that is a debit, because they're all negative. You've taken it away from the account. 2, a charge against a bank deposit account. These are all the, they're all the same thing to me. Number three, the synonyms are drawback and shortcoming. Now, this one's different. This is more talking about maybe your your strengths and your weaknesses, specifically your weaknesses, or just something. doesn't have to be a person. It could be anything. But if there's something that's maybe not helping it so much, it's not so good in this, this arena, this trait, this characteristic, it would be a debit. It's, it's uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. We, oh, it's from uh, the Latin debitum, which means debt. And debt means you owe. So that's that's what this all means. The next word is debit card. Two words, noun from 1975. What do you think this is? Yep, that's it. I don't even need to read it, but I will. A card, like a credit card by which money may be withdrawn 
or the cost of purchases paid directly from the holder's bank account without the payment of interest. So this card is directly linked to your bank account and you say here, I would like to pay with this card and then the money comes directly out of your account and you're all done. A credit card on the other hand, we must have read this months ago. Um, so it's kind of the same thing. You can still use it to pay for things and then the money comes out of this new credit account. Uh, but if you don't pay it off right away, you will pay interest on it. That's not something that you want to do, is it? No. So pay with your credit card within your financial means and pay it off every month. That's what I say. Um, yeah. So it's interesting that uh, they're kind of the same thing, debit card, credit card, in the general sense that it's a card that you can pay stuff with. But debit and credit mean different things. They're kind of opposites. So a credit to your account means it's going up. A debit to your account means it's going down. So why is a credit card called a credit card? Well, I think it's because it's basically like when you have credit on a thing, you have the ability to pay. You're basically either you are owed money, so that's a credit, or in a credit card account, you have a certain amount of money that you can pay per month that you can you can charge. And uh, But again, charge, pay with within your means. Because you're going to have to pay it eventually. Do people not understand this? Okay, that's enough of debit card. Next is debonair. D-E-B-O-N-A-I-R. Debonair, debonair. Adjective from the 13th century. One is archaic. Synonyms are gentle and courteous. Gentle and courteous. So that's where this is kind of coming from. We will get to the etymology in a bit. 2A. The synonyms are suave and urbane. I'm not so familiar with the word urbane, but I know suave, and I know I'm not it. As in, a debonair performer. They are so suave performing their performance. To be, synonyms are lighthearted and nonchalant. I think I am those things. I think I'm pretty lighthearted and I'm like nonchalant. I just don't care about stuff. It's just whatever. I have not heard of debonair used in that way though. Debonairly is an adverb and debonairness is a noun. That person who has so much debonairness did their performance debonairly, and they are debonair. Okay, this is from Middle English, debonair, Anglo-French, debonair, uh, which is from de, bon, air. Ooh, interesting. Three separate words, de, bon, air, and that means of good family or nature. Of good family or nature. So does that mean like you come from good stock, you got good genes? I think that might be what it means. So, uh, yeah. I think everybody's debonair. Next word. It is debone. Transitive verb from 1944. 
And the synonym is bone. And of course, that's kind of confusing. Bone and debone mean the same thing. As in, debone a roast. That, that makes much more sense than to say bone a roast because, well, for multiple reasons. But first of all, if you're thinking, you, um, are you putting a bone in or are you taking a bone out? The, the, the roast has got a leg bone or something in there. You might not want to eat it, so you got to debone it. I think debone makes way more sense. That's what I think. You know, your brain can go in other directions in this little section here. It's kind of funny especially the noun version, which is deboner. The next word. It is Deborah. Deborah, Deborah. Capital D-E-B-O-R-A-H. Noun from the 14th century. A Hebrew prophetess who rallied the Israelites in their struggles against the Canaanites. Uh, so it was, she was a prophet, she was Hebrew, and helped uh, the Israelites against the Canaanites. So the Hebrew people are very happy for Deborah. Was she the first one named Deborah? Did she get her name from somewhere else? I don't know. I don't know the history, but good for you, Deborah. Boop, 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 boop. The next word is, now this, there's multiple ways to pronounce this. Is it Debauch, debauch, debouch, debauch, I don't know. Uh, let's see, I will say debauch, debauch, sure. D-E-B-O-U-C-H, I don't know this word. Verb, from, uh, from 1745, so first is transitive, to cause, to emerge, and the synonym is discharge, so... Um, to cause to emerge. You're making something discharge from another thing. Uh, debauch. And then the intransitive, there's a couple. One, to march out into open ground. As in, troops debouching from the town. Nobody uses this word anymore, I don't think. Troops debouching from the town. They have left the town and they are marching into open ground. They are being discharged from the town. Uh, number two, the synonyms are emerge and issue, as in rivers debouching into the sea. They are issuing forth from the river area into the sea area. Debouchment is a noun. Okay, is the etymology going to help? French, debaucher, debaucher, that is de plus bouch or bouch, which means mouth. Oh, maybe they say bouche. Uh, that means mouth from Old French boche, which is from the Latin buca, which means cheek. So, I guess, I mean, things can emerge and come out of your mouth. So is that how this is connected? De debouch, debouch? Uh, yeah. That's, a, that's an interesting one. So they're coming. It's like the town is the mouth or the river is the mouth and it, the thing is coming out. I don't know. This seems, seems a little odd. It's a little bit of a stretch for me. Boo, 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 boo. Next is debridement. 
Oh, you can say this a few ways. Debreedment, 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 debreedment. Deb. Oh, how do you want to say it? Debreedment, uh, debreedment, debreedment, debreedment. Noun from circa 1842. The usually surgical removal of lacerated, devitalized or contaminated tissue. And debreed, or debreed, that is a transitive verb. So the etymology is French again. Uh, let's see, it is from debrider, which means to remove adhesions, or literally, it means to unbridle. Uh, from, that's day plus bride, bridle, from Middle High German, bridle, and there's more of the word bridle. Um, hmm, this is an interesting one. Debris, I feel like I have heard of this. Um, if, uh, hmm, maybe if somebody's been burned, they have to get rid of all of the, the dead tissue. That's, that's not fun. Uh, lacerated, devitalized, it's just any sort of tissue that's just not working. It's like, it's the equivalent of uh, cutting off dead branches from a tree or a bush or something. It's going to, it's, it's taking energy for the tree to hold up those, uh, those dead branches. So if you get rid of them, it can put more energy into making the whole thing alive. It's kind of like that. So it's a debridement. The next word is debrief. Mm, transitive verb from 1945. One, to interrogate, usually upon return, in order to obtain useful information. The example of the one being interrogated is a pilot, and uh, usually they are returning from a mission. To interrogate a pilot, usually upon return from a mission, in order to obtain useful information. So you're like, hey, uh, you who went in this place, uh, can you tell us what happened? Uh, because that would be very useful to us to know what's going on over there. Uh, we need to know your information. You need to debrief us. Who's being debriefed in this situation? Number two, to carefully review upon completion, as in debrief the flight. Once the flight is done, you are reviewing your work. Make sure it was all good. There is one more word for this episode. There's more etymology than definitions. It is debris or debris. So let's see. We got debris, debris, debris. You can emphasize the day or not. Debris, debris. And the British usually say, how do you say this? Debris. Oh, yes. I think I've heard that. Debris. Why? Why you guys say that? Debris. It's okay. It's fine. I'm not judging. It is spelled D-E-B-R-I-S. I, as an American, have grown up saying debris. So that's how I'm going to say it. If it hurts your ears, I apologize. Debris. Debris. Oh, and the plural would be debris. Debris. Debris is so cold. Okay, noun from 1708, one. 
The remains of something broken down or destroyed. What is left over from this thing that has been destroyed? It's just all the stuff that's left over is the debris. The debris. Two, an accumulation of fragments of rock. You break a rock, there are remains, and that is also the debris. Three, something discarded. And the synonym is rubbish. We don't care for it anymore. It's just the debris. Go toss it. So this is from French. Debris. From Middle French, debrisaire, which means to break to pieces. That's what it means. From Old French, debrisaire, which is from de plus brissière, and brissière means to break. Uh, it is also of Celtic origin, akin to the Old Irish brisid, which means he breaks, perhaps akin to the Latin fricare, which means to rub, and there's more at the word friction. That part, the, that section, rubbing and friction, that's a little odd, but uh, I guess if you, you could break something that way, I don't know. But yeah, it's all about breaking a thing. Okay, so the words in this episode were debauchery, debeak, debird, debenture, debilitate, debility, debit, debit, debit card, debonair, where did we go, debone, debra, debauch, debreedment, debrief, and debris. I shall pick debauchery as the word of the episode because... We didn't pick it yesterday, and, uh, you know, I don't think everybody likes debauchery, but some people really like debauchery, so sometimes we need to, you know, get some of these more interesting and fun words in there, something that's a little little off the beaten path, I guess. If you like debauchery, you might like an orgy. I don't know. It's just silliness. Okay, that is going to be the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening, if you made it this far. I appreciate you oh so much. If you have opinions on uh, how you think this show should go, if you think suggestions or say, hey, don't do that, or hey, bring this back, uh, you you can tell me. There's uh, lots, lots of information in the show notes, uh, ways to contact me, so go do that. This has been Spencer trying to dispense information. Goodbye.